When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. He's out for the regular season, and uh, the Suns. Where does that put the Suns, Tim? Like, where do you? Uh, I guess we could start there. I mean, about the injury. What's the latest with Kevin Durant? And uh, you know, are, are we talking about the playoffs potentially being in jeopardy here? What's the uh, what's the latest? They said two weeks. Going to be reevaluated in two weeks. All right. Well, okay. Two weeks. I, I, I guess. What was it? Three weeks left in the season. All right. My fault, Tim. I guess two weeks is. Yeah, it'll come down to it, dude. Wow. Okay. Yeah, man. It's usually, you know, it's like, it's like fifteen. It's April. like fifteen games left, like something like that. The initial report was that Woj came out and said he'll be reevaluated in two weeks. He should be able to get a couple more, a couple regular season games in before the playoffs starts. 
no chance they play him in the regular season, bro. Why wouldn't they? I don't think, I don't know. If they can, if they, well, the way Booker's been playing, it's like good because I'm not worried about the playoff. Like, I'm not worried about making the playoffs or playoff spot because we're playing fine and Booker's going nuts right now. It's, it's deep in the playoffs. I'm not even worried about a first round. Like, I think we can beat the first round if we can get that three seed. Right, but that's what I mean, man. If you can get the three seed and rest Durant, why don't you do it? Why would you rush him back? Because he's only played three games with this team. They got to get some chemistry. Yo, how mad are you at the ball boy, the towel boy, man? Yeah. Fucking that shit up, dude. Yeah, man. Someone lose their job a lot. What's going on? I don't know. I, all I know is. <laughs> I mean, Tim doesn't want to hear our jokes right now. He's like, I was like, don't joke about this, dude. This is a serious matter, right? It's very serious. Because <laughs> I, I honestly think with. If he can stay healthy the whole playoffs, I think we're the favorites in the West. So that without him, I think we can go deep in the West, but not win. Maybe the Western Conference Finals without him lose to whoever's waiting there for us. So we need him. That's that's obvious. What so, team do you think is the uh, like the biggest threat? Like in the seven game series, which one are you thinking? You know, man, that's going to be a, a tough one for for Phoenix. <laughs> well, it depends on what Jaw's doing with his gun situation. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, a, lot, a lot depends on that. I mean, if Jaw if Jaw is playing, then I'd be worried about Memphis, uh, Denver. With Durant? No, not without Durant. Or not with Durant. With, with Durant, I'm confident against any team in the West. Wow. Without Durant, I'd be worried about Denver, Memphis, Golden State. I think you should worry about Denver regardless, man. That's just me. I don't feel like anyone really has to worry about Denver, man. No, Denver doesn't scare me. That Yo, why do people hate on Denver so much, right? Why can't this be the year that they break through? I don't think it's, 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 it's baffling because, it's, I mean, outside of the, the Warriors and, and I guess you could put the Suns in that category, like this, the, like Denver has been together, that core has been together for like, talk about chemistry, like that guy, they got more chemistry than anybody right now out West. Yeah, but we swept them with ease, and I mean they were missing Murray. I get it, but like, but don't, but don't you feel like the Suns like right now without Kevin Durant? But don't you feel like with the Suns though? I mean, with the Durant, like the Suns are still like their bench is not as great as it was, you know, last year or the year before. I mean, I think the uh, why can I never remember this dude's name? The dude we got from the Magic. Uh, he's talking he's about. Terrence Ross, Terrence Ross. Terrence Ross. Terrence Ross. He's solid off the bench. Um, as much as y'all hate on campaign, he can. He's a. He's been a solid backup. I mean, he was out. No, we didn't really hate on him. Yeah. Well, Dutra hates on him like hard. <laughs> yeah, it's more. It's more just that you really like him, and I. No, think I don't he's like really a marginal like NBA player, so that's why I hate him. <laughs> yeah. He 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 thinks of he thinks of he thinks of campaign like the way he thinks of uh, Alvarado in, out in New Orleans. He thinks he's like, he's uh, just annoying. Yeah, I was, basically, I was thinking of, I was thinking of step further. I, I was going to be like Sean. I'm surprised Sean hasn't responded with uh, dude. Have you seen uh, Payne Pritchard? Same thing. Yeah, I was just going to say they're basically Shane no. Larkin in a good situation. That's what no, they are. it's not. <laughs> you see, like this is coming from a guy who doesn't watch Suns basketball like at all. Yeah, He's too busy bad on those Pistons games. Uh, which, by the way, Sean, they're uh, officially out of playoff contention. So. I mean, and uh, with, with shut it down soon. You know, Tory Tory Craig's coming off the bench. 
when Kevin Durant plays. All right. So, so, so basically, you're saying that you're you're comfortable with the bench right now, or or just the second unit in general. I think they can hold their own with the starting unit being as solid, as strong as the starting unit is. Wayne, Wayne Wright, you're, you're you're a big fan of Wayne Wright. No, I don't like Wayne Wright. Right. I, 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 I'll, I'll clarify that. <laughs> so, so my my only thing is my only thing is this: like looking at the Suns, like the bench is going to be fine, but you're going to go to a seven man rotation in the playoffs. Like, how sustainable is that? Like, you, what do you mean seven man? Who's campaign and Terrence Ross coming off your bench? <laughs> And Craig and Biombo or Orlando is going to have to somebody's going to have to back up Aiden. That's what I'm saying. You're going to find people. <laughs> why did you leave? Why did you run with seven man? Like, yeah, where's seven? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like seven legitimate players on the team. Like that's, that's he's it. like he's like. What do you mean? He's going to play the fucking 48 minutes? What are you talking about? Yeah, what? <laughs> no, no, no. But you I said it like he just mentioned. You said it as if like it's like saying like there's a report out there or. or or, you know, the organization got ahead of it. Like, it's going to be a seven-man rotation. Like, where did you get the seven-man rotation thing? Isn't right. Torrey going to start? Like, that's what I mean. Bogey starts. Who? Bogey. Okay. Yeah. That's, that start of five is with, with, with Josh. Bogey's been balling, you know. He's been having like 20 the last, like, month. Yeah, I like him. I liked, I liked him for the, uh, for the Celtics when, they, when he was coming in from coming to the draft. Wasn't he on the Timberwolves for a while? That's the same with Kogi? All right. Yeah. Same one, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the reason it's it's the whole season rests on Durant, which is obvious. But it's like, I mean, can we go? Can we be successful and win like a round or two without him? Yeah, but I want a fucking ring. <laughs> but Tim, all right. Well, what was your initial reaction to the trade? Because obviously, the mess in Brooklyn. I mean, Kyrie got traded, Durant got traded. We we've seen super teams come together. You know, on the fly, so to speak, but never like this, like mid season, right before the trade deadline, or probably the greatest, biggest uh, deadline moves ever. And obviously, with the small window that you guys have, and, and, and Chris Paul and, and the rest of that core, like, what was your reaction when you thought, when you saw how many the, the, the breakdown and how many players were, were heading to Brooklyn? My reaction was we went from a second, second round, best scenario, Western Conference Finals team to the best team in the West. <laughs> mm. That was my reaction. That was mine too. That was mine too. People didn't want, some people didn't like it, though. Man. I mean, yeah, I know how much I, I, I loved Bridges and Cam Johnson, but I was, it never even crossed my mind. When, when I was said, I said, bye. <laughs> when, I, when I heard Durant was coming in. Like, yeah. did, you, did you anticipate a big splash though? Obviously you weren't thinking Durant, but did you think that like, man, they got to do something. Um. Yes, but I think that every year, and usually nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you? This new owner, this new owner, actually, this new owner is actually, I'm liking him a lot because he's not scared to make the big moves. Yeah, because his first day on the job, he traded yeah, for Kevin Durant. Really like yeah, his, 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 literally twenty four hours on the job, he traded for Kevin Durant. First, yeah, it was no, his first. Yeah, like, everyone, yeah, it, it made it made it made everyone forgetting about the creep. You're a little easy, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> He's like, my sorry, first, was somewhere, sorry, yeah. somewhere. Like they got KD. Yo, over the summer, shot. over the summer, when all the KD rumors were happening, Brooklyn wanted Bridges. They didn't want Aiden, and. 
what I can yeah, do. You, do you remember? They couldn't, they couldn't get Aiden, though. Bridges. I'm like, give up fucking Bridges. <laughs> Yo, my, my thing, when I texted you in the summer when that shit was happening, I was like, Yo, would you give up? I think I put Cam Johnson, Bridges, and Aiden in there for oh, fucking okay. Durant. That, that that was I think before what the, wasn't that happened before Aiden signed? No, because Aiden couldn't he couldn't get be part of that trade because of Ben Simmons. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they had that deal from the for the rookie scale. That was well. The other part of my reaction was, "Wow, we're going to do this without giving up Aiden because a position in position watch like right. makes the roster like if you kept Bridges and had to give up Aiden, I still would have done it." It's like they need need to bring D'Antoni back. Bridges and Durant are the same position. So then, like, what are we going to put Jock Landau as our starting center? Like Landau, (laughs) (laughs) dude. I mean, again, I still would have done it, but I wouldn't have been as pumped. Yeah. No, I remember, and you in the in the group chat, you were like, "Are we are we really going to do this dance again with the whole like rumors that?" Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah, yeah. Just like I just said, there's there's always there seems to always be rumors of some big name coming to the Suns, and I'll get hyped, and then it just never happens. Yeah, like the year it wasn't. I remember I remember golfing with you one year, and you're like, it was free agency, and it was like, yeah, it was like, you know, I forget who the point guard was. It was, it was Rubio. That, no, you got Rubio. We got Rubio. But yeah, you were supposed to get like. Oh, we were supposed to get freaking D'Angelo Russell, which is even the oh yeah big name. But I was like, I was like, yo, we getting him, and we were on like the second hole, and I was like, we got fucking Rubio. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was a tough round for Tim after that, bro. That was a tough round for Tim. <laughs> Dude, just like he didn't really speak after that the rest of the day. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm sitting, like, I'm sitting there like, yo, Al Horford's coming back to the Celtics, baby. Yeah. He's like, great, yo, that's awesome. I don't know, man, but yeah, I was definitely not happy when I got the update on that he messed up his ankle. Hey, what's up with that, man? You guys cursed or something? What's going on? What's up with you? I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't. I think that's a good answer, but you know what? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Like, I don't know. It's not even. I mean, he's always he has injury issues. <laughs> but you know how they say. You know how they say franchises. Yeah, that's a pretty good answer. <laughs> no, but no, no, but he's got a, he's got a point though. He's got a point. He's got a point because you know he had three uh, Kevin Durant like games, right? And then he's just on a freak on a freak accident. You're like, are you fucking kidding me? And yeah. and on top of that, you don't know going forward. If he'll be close to 100%, uh, Chris Paul, every playoffs, something happens to Chris Paul. Right. Yes. Who cares? If if Chris Paul gets injured, but Durant is fine, who cares? That's what it's I'm fine. talking about. If Durant is not right and Chris no, Paul is not need, right. I mean, not who cares, but like. You need them all right now. You got no Yeah, that's what depth, I'm saying. Like, if you're going you to you make it to the final, you need all of them at least yeah, 20%. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so, this is the story of Kevin Durant's career. Like, yeah. whenever he plays, he's disgusting. But. He just gets injured a lot, <laughs> <laughs> and they're freak injuries. By the way, if you look at if you look at the Golden State injury, and even before that, when he was in OKC, they're just like these freak like injuries. It's not like, I mean, this is this one's the worst one, obviously, because it's in, yeah. in warm ups. But yo, I got I got a, I got a theory around the Suns too. So what is it? So you know how like a lot of teams they like say they're cursed, like the Lions and the fucking Browns and shit. The Suns are way worse because 
they clearly are championship favorites every fucking seven years. And yeah. they still can't fucking they have, they have something they, crazy happens. Every they have like the fourth best record in NBA history. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And they've had like like now that the rants there, like they're they're all time squad. Let's just go over the Nash years when the freaking Robert Ori check into the stands. Amari and Dio take one step on the court and they get suspended. Yo, what a or prick. What a fucking prick Robert Ori is for that. Even yeah. just Charles Barkley being the best player in the NBA Finals and they still fucking lose, dude. That's like... It's Jordan. Guy named Jordan kind of had that. Yeah. Kinda had right, issue but I'm right. saying, like, they talk about cursed franchises and they don't bring up Phoenix enough because Phoenix is the worst. Tim Donahue admitted... What was it? Which series? There was some Sun Spurs series or some the Spurs series. Yeah, it, Sun Spurs series. Not the Ori chapter. Not the Ori one. No, no, no. Like the, the one after one. or the one before? One of those. That he admits. Oh, yeah. If I weren't reffing that series, Suns would have won. Yeah, nobody talks about how the Spurs, how that's not a. You put a little asterisk next to one of the Spurs titles there. When oh, they, yeah. Because it's 07 and because they, they smashed LeBron Mm-mm. and the Cavs. 07 was the Ori year. Because I remember thinking. Damn, we should have won the title that year. So then, then it's 05 then when they went up against the, the Pistons. Yes, it would have been 05. Yeah. 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 Damn. Yeah, but either way, Tim, I mean, you don't, like, let's say if, if, if Durant, you know, this thing doesn't pan out in, in, in a sense of he's not 100% and all that, like, you don't look back and say, the Suns shouldn't have done that deal, right? Like, you, I'll you never say that, no. Okay, all right. I think we were going to win the title with Bridges and Johnson. Do you think these guys have enough time? To build that continuity for a title run, if Durant comes back, Durant, yeah, yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm well, there. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, like you said, though, like I think they have this year and next year. Um, I don't think they're right, because exactly, it's not going anywhere. I don't think they're ever going to be good enough with Bridges and Cam Johnson. So I'll never regret or. I'll never say this was a bad trade. Right. Yeah, but what do, you, what do you think happened, like, last season? Like, they feel, I feel like they imploded at the wrong time. People overlook the fact that Booker was definitely injured. I mean, he came back. He, he never would have came back that quick after the injury against the Pelicans. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was playing out of his mind. This dude had, what, 35 points at halftime in the game that he got injured against the Pelicans. And then two minutes into the third quarter, he is out. And the report when he first got injured was two or what two weeks or something. And then he comes back three games later because the Pelicans tied it or whatever. He was definitely not a hundred percent. But I'm going to say this: I think Monty Williams is a soft coach. Oh, I don't think he's that good a coach. Oh, okay. I'm All not. Right. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of his. I, I think he needs to be tougher. Because that game seven was like, that was hard to watch. <laughs> and like, well, like I, mean, it's, I don't blame you, man. The game seven, yeah. but even five, maybe ten points. But like, like I mean, that. I mean, when Ain decided like, not to go back into the game, he's like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm like, it's, <laughs> this game's done. But see, that's the thing. That's the thing about this trade, though, as well. Like, obviously, you think Booker it, is thrilled it, because he's having a team like this. Also, never like, have the balls to do that with a freaking coach that was tough on them. You know what I mean? Well, no, I was just gonna say, like, another part of this trade though is that you're getting that that star player, sure, that talent, but also he's, he can maybe this is the spot where he can actually galvanize his teammates, right? 
as opposed to the Brooklyn situation where it was a bit messy and there's a lot going on with the whole Kyrie missing games. And yeah, that's just, the never thing. built that bond. The only, only thing that matters to Booker is just basketball. Kyrie's got so much bullshit going on in his life. And, like, that's the thing that I that Durant and Booker together. Durant is the same way where he's just like basketball is his life. Right. Nah, man, but you you know and, you know and, 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 and shit, right? This is this is this is this is facts. I mean, him and Book had some words at the end of that Mavericks game. Had some like they were talking mad shit to each other after they. Yeah, what's up with that? Why do they yeah. like so much? They hate each other. It was it was more that it was more Luca fucking getting in Booker's face. Yeah, Booker wasn't even talking to Luca. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> that shit's what pisses me off. Like the yeah. dick riding of freaking Luca. Everybody, oh. Wait to talk for the last three seconds. Like he wasn't even talking to you. He was talking to the ref about how that was a blatant offensive foul. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he just yeah. got it in his face. That's kind of that's kind of it came out of nowhere. But, yeah. like, but also he uh, Booker had some shots. He had some subliminals on uh, the Twitter. But yeah, those two. No, no love lost between oh, those. They two. Don't like Maybe we'll get a series out of it. Maybe we do. Fine. Yeah, that's that's I like that. Man, I hate this whole freaking buddy buddy shit going on in the NBA these days. No, man, if we get a series out of that, that could be like the first round series too. That would be Dallas. That could be right. Where's Dallas right now? Dallas is in five or six. That shit changes every day, man. Yeah, they're like in that, <laughs> in that cluster of like six through ten is like all separated by a game or some shit. Yeah, dude. that shit changes every day. With Durant, I'm not worried about the Mavericks. Without him, obviously, I am. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> be the year that it's Celtics Suns in the finals for the first time okay. since the seventies. So, oh, I was gonna so, say it, but uh, I don't know. I, I don't want to jump the gun here. I really do think it is. Even I. So it should have happened like three or four times now. I think last year. Last year it should have happened. This year it should happen. Yeah, but. You know, Three this year hasn't happened yet. What are the three or four times this year? I'm just saying, like the Suns were like the, the the best team in the West, literally right before the Celtics became the best team in the East. The the year that Kobe beat the Suns and. Game. Like, I can't remember if it was the year the Celtics beat beat the Lakers. That was 2010. That was 2010, yeah. That was the year the Celtics lost to the Lakers, yeah. And then 2008, that you guys had a good squad, too, and you just fucking... Now, what happened in 08, though? I don't know. But that's what I'm yeah. trying to say, is that there were yeah, multiple times... You guys times in our... the West Coast Finals that year, though. Well, wait, they no. did, yeah. 2010. <laughs> 2010, they did. We lost 4-2 to the Lakers because Kobe just went nuts. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. There's been multiple times in our uh, friendship that they... Hold on, real quick. That was was the story from Jacob when he kept saying... (laughs) 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 That was the game... That was a series... You don't have a chance. It's Kobe time. It's Kobe time. We're all thinking the same thing. And we all know it's going to happen, but no one's saying it. But Jacob goes like, Tim, this game is over. Because you're getting mad because, you know, obviously it's, getting like a, it's like a five-point game, three-point game. We all kind of know it's going to happen, but Jacob's just like, like Tim, it's Kobe time. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jacob is right. Uh, Jacob's no, always right, bro. Jacob's yeah. always right. All right. Sorry. Go ahead, Sean. <laughs> 
No, I was. You're just justifying my my point that I've confused everybody. Is there's been multiple times with no, the yeah. Suns and the Celtics from two. Bad- that is not what you said. You said over the last three years or four years or something like that. No, I said there's been like three <laughs> to four times the Celtics should have played the Suns in the finals. That's what I said. All right. Do you but, want to expand on that? The, the fourth time I was including this year. So I mean, I will be. I get. I get it. The three to four. A little bit all over the place, but no, yeah, no, I'm down to look ahead. If anyone else is too, let's go. Let's get to the Celtics talk. I'm down. I'm down, Sean. But if you do that fucking shit again, where you just like recap an entire franchise's situation, I'm gonna lose well, my shit. Well, funny you say that. Atlanta started in St. Louis back in the fifties. Oh, Are you being serious? Was <laughs> that yes. was the arena? The arena was called Phillips. <laughs> now it's called what? <laughs> He spends like twelve minutes on each team, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it turns into like a half hour segment. Uh, hey, I gotta just, go like, up. Listening to this dude, I gotta go up. Uh, well, you get your son stuck in. Yo, if you couldn't stay, could just said so, bro. <laughs> all right, all right, peace. All right, later. All right, let's do it. Okay. You don't even know about this road trip. Yeah, I know all about the road trip. How? We get, so are you going to go on any other road trip? You got any, got any travel nah, plans? Man. I wish I was recording from Atlanta. but of course I was going to say, man, case. Atlanta to Houston, that's like your... That's, that's, your, that's the only stop I wanted to make, actually. <laughs> All right, so Celtics, they do go on a six-game road trippy. Uh, they're road man. tripping like the Almond Brothers over here, dude, you know? Ooh, oh, like the Raptors, but they're road tripping, huh? Oh, another road tripping song. That's good. That's good. Uh, anybody else? That's well, what you got? What good. you got? That's good. Not a, well, I, think, I, think, I thought you were going to be like, on the road again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. All right. So anyways, Celtics, there we go. We're looking ahead, man. So something's going on a six-game road <laughs> trip. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know yep. what else we're going to think about. Still on that road trip, yep. Yep. Six games. Six, six, six games. There's, uh, there's uh, six of them. <laughs> All on the road. So, six game road <laughs> You know what they call that? You know what they call that in the big leagues? A six game road trip. <laughs> <laughs> so, something's going to Atlanta. Tonight, actually, if you're still listening to us, <laughs> Jesus Christ, if you're still watching this, or listening to us, <laughs> Jesus Christ, tonight, the Celtics are playing the Hawks. It's going to be great lead-in to what should be a Celtics dub. Celtics are on the road, but the teams aren't, aren't formidable. Dub. It's, it's, it's a, not a formidable road trip. It's just a six-game road trip. No, nah, the best the best thing to look forward to to this game, obviously, obviously, is the if you're a Celtics fan, is the game itself, but. <laughs> the the piano guy who plays like trap music <laughs> in between plays. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, the piano <laughs> organist. Yes, that guy's the man. <laughs> uh, he, he remixes them. You, you'll I definitely hear. Uh, you'll definitely hear the uh, organ version of Trap Queen yes. at some point. Bang, <laughs> yes. bang, bang, uh, bang, bang, yeah. bang, bang. By one the way, favorites. one of his favorite go tos. So Celtics Rockets, the two strip club uh, capitals of the United States. <laughs> Don't Atlanta, let that distract you from business, Celtics players. Atlanta right? straight to Houston. So you you really you really got to start thinking about how how focused this team is to take that back to back. 
but then you'll really find out because they go up to Minnesota where I don't think there's one strip club, so they should be okay. And there's probably a blizzard. <laughs> yes. Probably. Anyways, Celtics, Hawks, Celtics, Rockets, Celtics, Timberwolves. All right, how you feel about these Celtics? What's the right no. All right, so we're talking about the Celtics. We, so so uh, we're going to go Hawks, Rockets, Timberwolves. If the Celtics are who we think they are, this needs to be a 3 0. This needs to be a 3 0 run right here because you got a Saturday, Monday, Wednesday game. You got a day off in between games. It is strip club row, but if the Celtics are really serious about being a contender, then they're going to show up and they're going to be, you know, the team that we all think they are, but we'll see what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm going to go 3 0. I'm going 3 0. That's what I think is going to happen. I don't think it'll be easy. Maybe maybe outside of that uh, Houston matchup, but um, yeah, I think there'll be there'll be some um, hard fought games and the type of effort that that they need to put together every single night, regardless if it's still the regular season. So, yeah, but after after the fact that they like I, I, first off, I don't think that that three game losing streak that they went on when it was like overtime, double overtime, whatever it was, like those games. I hate the fact that everyone just like really started to panic about that. It's February, man. It's March. Like, what are we talking about? Good teams lose bad games in this time time of the season. Like, but twenty eight point lead. No, but 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 so I I, I get why everyone freaked out because it's flashbacks of the bad Celtics and the the middling Celtics we've seen over the past few years. But like, we've had enough sample size to understand this team is different and. Like, give them a break, man. Like, that's the way I look at it, dude. Like, not happy about it, but give them a break. It's the middle of March. Not happy about it, but give them a break. It's the middle of Mar- early March. No, I get, no, I get it. I get, days. no, I get what you're saying, but like, I think it was more so a few things, right? The blowing of the double digit leads late in games. Um, Jason Tatum outside of the Portland game really hasn't been shooting all that great. Going back to like before the All Star break. I don't know if it's yeah, no, if he needs no, like I don't no. know if because his wrist is still injured or he just needed some you know a day or two off, um, you know the whole Grant Williams thing and you know, some of the rotation pieces, uh, like even like Derek White was like you know his his minutes have been up and down so that's a it's a few it's a few things people are like kind of panicking about. Yeah, it's like identity stuff. Like, which, which team is this? You know? Yeah, yeah. But they should find out a lot about themselves throughout this trip. And obviously, it doesn't end with these first three games, but this is the lighter end of this six-game road trip. I mean, let's be honest. Plus, we, yeah, we talked about it last last episode. Like, this is if everyone is healthy or to the point where, you know, Joe's got to figure out his his rotations, who he's going to trust, who might fall out a little bit or lose some minutes here and there. But he's got to figure that shit out. Because... Oh. Yeah, but the the thing the thing is that 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 I I totally understand that point of view. But Muscala's not playing in the playoffs. If he does, we're fucked. Well, it's, like, not, it's not even that. But you're trying to you're trying to get look. They can say and oh whoever following this team can say oh yeah they're they're definitely a team that can win a game seven on the road. But to be in first place for you know almost majority of the season and then. Falter kind of towards the end. That's that's a little, that's a little of of a momentum killer, if you ask me. Yeah, but but also like it's not that you're falling back in the standings. It's the fact that you lost three games in a row, 
while the Bucks just so happened to be on a 16 game winning streak yeah. in second place. And then and so then like, and then Philly, Philly is right behind you. Like Philly But they took they took care of Philly. Like, no, I'm not, I'm not saying no, I'm not saying that the Celtics have to worry about Philly. I'm just saying like Philly is on your heels and if you fall to third, I'm just saying hypothetically, if you fall to third. Okay, you say they won't, but I'm just saying like it's not like it's not like they have a a significant lead over Philly. That's what I'm that's all I'm saying. I understand why Celtics fans may feel that way, but I also feel like that's more of revisionist history at this point because I look at just the sample size of what we've seen this year from the Celtics, and I got more faith in this team than I did in years past. So I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, well, I mean, I look at it more so as like you know, this is just their adversity of the season. Yeah, whatever. And it's the worst, least little bit of adversity. You can't lose three games in a row. No, like, this not. isn't a fucking. It's more. It's more setting. so. It's more so how they lost it, though. That's what it is. Like the Nets, I'm not saying the Nets are completely garbage, but like 28 point lead. You let you yeah. let fucking Mikael Bridges come in back back into Boston after he did that a few weeks ago and, and shit on you again, in two different uniforms. Keep it on forget. Yeah, but I also I also feel like I also feel like that game. If you want to be disappointed about that game, fine. Cleveland the Knicks. The wait the Knicks game. Okay. The Knicks game, that was a team that was surging. You didn't have Jalen Brown in that game, right? We had No, you did have Jalen Brown in that game. You just had you had a tired ass Tatum that just kept chucking threes at the end of the game when he didn't yeah. need to. Who didn't we have though in that game? It was it was Rob's first game or uh, Rob and uh Al, I think we didn't have because we had No, no, uh, they, yeah. no, they all played New York and Cleveland back to back. They all played except for Rob because Al didn't play against Cleveland and no, Cleveland. No Malcolm that game. There was no Malcolm that okay, game. Okay, yeah, no Malcolm and no no Rob. Right. But you let quickly go off. That's if you want to talk about an adversity game, fine. The fact that that how that game happened. But I'm sorry, man. Like Cleveland's had our number this year, and they just have. It's just whatever it is. Like over, but it's like double overtime, overtime game. It's like stop okay. worrying about like if you're getting blown out. Then we can talk about worrying about the fact that the Celtics may not be into it. Like okay, okay. Granted, that are legitimate playoff teams that are have that are gunning for the Celtics and they're missing players and on tired legs or whatever the case is, and they're bringing them to overtime and double overtime in a last second play. Like that's not in the middle of February and March. That's not horrible. Okay, but let me play little uh devil's advocate here these teams that we're talking about new york cleveland indiana you barely got by indiana a few weeks ago you might see one or two of these teams in the playoffs if you're if you're going to stay at you know the two or the one seat no you probably will but i'm not i'm not that, that's what i'm trying to say it's like like chicago early in the season like these are teams that you might see in the playoffs so we can't just say like oh we're not going to see them so we don't have to worry about them they, they got a number in the regular season but you know come playoff time it's all good. No, Cleveland I'm a little bit worried about, but I, I, I honestly at the same time I'm not as worried about Cleveland. Like, I don't know. What do you feel, Sway? You feel like Cleveland's an apps like they they beat us now three out of four times. You think they're a threat? I mean, it'll be a really good series. I still think the Celtics win it. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Um, but not worried about them I, not winning do, it, but like I, I do, I do feel like. And sorry to catch you off, Joel, but I feel like. There's going to be a lot of – it's just a – it's a sports radio series of everyone picking against the Celtics because of the problems they have with them in the regular season, but clearly they're better. That and the rookie, the, the rookie head coach thing plays a part. 
But yeah, Missoula, Missoula last year. Yeah, yeah. but that's going to be part of the narrative. Yeah, a few plays here like, and there, like and the end of these games. Heads are gonna, national talking heads are going to say, well, "Look, the Bucks are a threat. You know, they're reloaded. They, they had that core. They had that coach for you know longer than Missoula's been in this position. So, I mean, sometimes he gets the benefit of the doubt because of that, but." Outside of that, though, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's, there's teams out there that could force a seven-game series, but, yeah, I still think the Celtics are favorites in those matchups for sure. Yeah, I, I see, but that's what gets lost when everybody goes so crazy over a three-game span. It's like, this team is – I – I all right, and maybe I should stop listening to sports radio, but I actually heard Bradley Beal trade rumors, off-season trade things coming in on the fucking call line. Like, that's ridiculous, man. No, oh, that's wild. Still, geez. All right, oh. so we all got three and zero. I don't know. Do you, were you said three and zero? I don't know. No, no. I was <laughs> waiting. I was waiting for you guys to finish. So right, yeah, I got three and zero. I think you know it's not. Uh, oh, sure, yeah, three and zero too. I get it. You know they're gonna be away from the garden for two weeks, but like like Sway said, like this is this is where you know you, you get to work out some of uh, whatever quote issues might be going on right now, and just you know. Get to know each get to know each other a, a lot better because like you know this 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 supposed to go for the long haul here. It's not just you know first round, second round. This is supposed to be a deep playoff run. So get it together, yeah. and you got to get ready for when you see uh, Carl Anthony Towns and the Timberwolves in the NBA Finals, bro. It's gonna be it's gonna be a Finals matchup. No, it's not gonna happen. It's not it. That's very true. Anyways, cat's not playing. Not playing. Oh, that was if that was a joke about my fantasy team. It's not fun. Um, it, was, right. it was. It was. Let's, uh, let's wrap up this show the way we wrap up every single show here on Causeway Street with our trip around the NBA with Joel in case you missed it. 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 Pew 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 pew. In case you missed it. Joel's gonna tell you right now. <laughs> pew pew. This in case you missed it is brought to you by Pistol Pistols. Because this is where we're going to talk about all up in this segment, uh, starting with, of course. Wait, all things firearms? All things what firearms, <laughs> exactly. Ja Morant, right? It's, it's been heavy in the news. I mean, we couldn't even, like, release an episode last week, hours of it being released, where there was more news of John Morant and of firearm use, where you saw a video of him... Uh, I'm, I'm not even going to say it would look like a gun. It was a fucking gun. He was holding up towards his head yeah. in the strip club. And that was definitely him. And that was definitely him. Okay. It was on his, it was on his, uh, it was IG. He went live. Um, you know, Mr. Paul Pierce can say all he wants. That, oh, yeah. You know, I carried a gun. And that's, but I don't remember Paul Pierce ever waving that shit around when he went out in public. No, or maybe I missed something. No, well, definitely not. Right. And I don't, and I don't think John Moran has gone through a fucking, uh, 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 a situation where he almost got killed, right? As far as I know, even though the self-defense report from the summertime of a 17-year-old, but I digress. The uh, Glendale, Colorado Police Department didn't find any uh, enough evidence to charge Morant with a crime. So I guess that's a good thing for him because he'd probably be suspended for a lot longer. He's already missed, what, two games, three games? He's, he's uh, slated to miss about four more games, according to uh, the Grizzlies. The NBA was also investigating if uh, if the firearm, if any firearm, has been seen on Mr. Morant 
either in the practice facilities, the arenas, on the team plane. I haven't heard anything come back from that yet. What do they think Desmond Bangs a narc, bro? Well, I mean, if anybody's gonna, if 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 that does come back, that he's found guilty of that, the NBA, whatever, you know, somebody snitched. <laughs> this is like Gilbert Arenas well, all thinking, over again. I'm thinking it's because they have that strict rule about carrying firearms when you're crossing state lines. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm, I'm wondering if they're one they're trying to figure out if, if he ever brought that onto the plane. You know, has, you know yeah, picked up it. In the city, they you know, yeah. just because he happened to be there. Like, I'm sure there's a lot of that going on because that could lead to a to a big suspension. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, 50 games if the NBA finds that he did have a firearm either on the team plane, the team practice facility, or in the arena. That's what the NBA is saying, right now. All the other criminal stuff that's that's separate, but it's also going to affect him in the long run with, with more suspensions and fines and all that good stuff. Uh, according to um, all that bad stuff. Well, you you know what I mean. <laughs> Yo, Joel, why'd you say suspensions and fines and all that good stuff? Well, none of that is good. You know what I mean, like all that like stuff, good stuff. You know, in quotations. Very true. Oh, yeah, man. I don't. I don't get it. I mean. Yeah, hold on, hold on before before I lose it. Okay, uh, Grizzlies coach Taylor Jenkins uh, spoke uh, after the, the Grizzlies' last Uh-oh. last win over uh, yep. the Warriors. That they spoke to, he has spoken to the team in general too. Well, I know, I know what he said. What did he say? He said, "He said, where's John?" <laughs> <laughs> you knew it was good. To be true, mostly. It's better to be good. Right, that, that, wasn't that wasn't bad. That wasn't bad, yeah. Okay. That was good. That was good, right? right? That, was that was good. good. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what a forced but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so Coach Taylor Jenkins, what he, uh, what he said at, at this, at this press conference is that, uh, quote, we had conversations in the past trying to guide him and help him continue to evolve as a person and a player. Obviously, this came to a head the other day. So we put this process into action so i mean apparently this has been like an an ongoing issue (laughs) for moran um i saw reports of uh him going to rehab apparently his uh drinking has gotten out of hand there's videos of him on like a a, there's videos of him on a private on you know on a private jet with his family kicking it with his pops so you know you got Stephen a obviously the talking heads telling jaws father to be an actual father and not just his friend you know Shaq said the same thing it's, it's you know it's it's a whole thing here right when you when you talk about Allen Iverson back in the day you know uh who else I mean Gilbert Arenas comes to mind as well of the of the the, the people that you you surround yourself with right as a you know what though you know, you know no I'm just gonna say you know what's interesting um Mark Spears wrote an article about how Carmelo Anthony had a similar past, and I was like, "Man, I didn't even think about it like that." You almost forget. You almost forget because he he changed. He changed so fast. Yeah, in Denver, yeah, got away from it. Yeah, in Denver, how he had a crew and you know he'd be out and all that stuff, and that, he had to you know let that go. But it took him a little bit. And he was saying how it would be interesting if they were able to. This is way before all this other stuff happened, but you know, be a mentor to him in Memphis. And, if they were to sign Mello and you know, just to help John, obviously you know help the team, but yeah. But Dylan, Dylan Brooks shot that down real quick. I don't know if you heard what he said. 
No, what he said. He said the team doesn't need someone like Melo or like a Dwight Howard because that's the reason why they're out the league. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dylan. They're, they're 45 years old. But, yeah, but the point is, it's not more. It's not. It's more about helping the guys in the locker room than it is on, on, the, on the court. You know, I think that's what most people are considering, especially the way Mark Spears yeah. put this together. Like, it's not. It's not. No, it's I not think... m- mostly about talent. You know, it's the fact that someone needs to guide these guys, I and mean, they're young, they're experienced. They're the only clearly, veteran they need, they need that sort of leadership. The only veteran on that team is Stephen Adams. So, like. Yeah, yeah, I mean he's yeah he you could you could tell that he's <laughs> no, but I'm saying there's no there's no other like there's no other OG on that team. No, right? I got you, I got you, yeah, but yeah. like because right. he's because he's injured, right? He, he can only do so much, right? He's usually the first guy when there's a there's a scuffle, he's the first guy to pull his pull his teammates back and like yo chill out, you know, type of stuff. But I mean, I don't think he's gonna go hang out with fucking right. Jaw and I be like you. yo. You know, I'm gonna watch you when you go out to the clubs and shit, and make sure you know you know well, pull out a, a pistol. That, <laughs> I, there's, the, the report states that the team had a meeting about this stuff. Yes, yeah. Apparently, he was he was at the forefront. And yeah, it seemed like he was calling out Ja without saying it. You know what I mean? Like, especially on the road. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think that's what the report was saying. But yeah, yeah especially on the road. Yeah. And but, that same night, this is when Ja decided to go live. On yeah, the it was like it's not just Ja, by the way. I mean, he's the one that was the, the idiot that broadcast himself on on social media live but Steven Adams was talking about like yo like when we go on the road like half this team is just out parking partying yeah. <laughs> essentially it's, it's not just Ja he's the one that got caught but he's it's like everybody should chill out <laughs> yeah but I don't know if Steven Adams is the right voice though. I know yeah I get you but like but he's the oldest one do you, you think what do you, what do you think you think they should bring in someone like Carmelo like at this point of the season like no no no, no. like Carmelo oh, Carmelo yeah. Carmelo's the type of person and he has said this in the past uh, you know, after getting arrested multiple times in in, in Denver, uh, mostly for weed possession, and I think uh, I think there was a gun charge thrown in there as well. He had a conversation with David Stern, talking about like, "Yo, we know who you hang with, we know what you do, yeah. like cut it out." And you know what what Mello's response to that was? Okay, these dudes are working with the feds, like not like I gotta like chill the fuck out, but I gotta chill the fuck out because. The feds are involved with the NBA. Like that's the type of like the, the mentality that like Melo has. So someone like a Melo, I don't think would work in Memphis. I don't know. I I can't think of someone else on the top no, of my head. So I don't think I don't think they need Melo. Yeah. Right? Like I don't, I'm not saying Melo. I'm just saying Mark Spears is right because that team is a bunch of young dudes living it up and with no like. Don't like their coach. Who even how, the coach is young too. Like he's what they needed. What the, what they yeah, needed like, to bring in fucking Randolph, Zebo, to fucking strain these dudes out. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not saying to play. Though. Not to play, bro. I'm talking about like. No, I'm not even saying to. I'm not. You know, Zebo, the most the jailblazer, Zebo. Yo, like, he's a he's a Grizzlies legend, bro. They retired his number and shit. Like he's someone that's. He's been yeah, through it all. Know, he's, he's been through it all. But he's been through it all. That's insane. He's not a role model. Zebo is one of the most. I'm not talking about being a role model. I'm talking about. I'm talking about straining up these young whippersnappers. That's what I'm talking about. 
Like, if you said Mike Connolly Jr., I'd be like, okay. Like, like that guy can, like, show you professionalism. That's but how many years was Mike Connolly that in fucking Memphis, and what did, what did he accomplish? What did he do with the, you know? Like, the same no. thing Zebo accomplished. They were on the same goddamn teams together, bro. He was all-star. How many times was, was, was has, has Connolly been an all-star? Once, and it was a replacement. All right, they should hey, break. Hey, 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 hey. Come on, no, 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 no need to drag Conley. Yeah, I would. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a low blow. A low that's blow. A low okay, blow. all right, all right. When I do it, a low blow. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> this is about Zebo. He's just fucking dragging Conley over here. Yeah, no, <laughs> like I he's just, like I he's just... like he's trash. Come on. How many how many times have we talked about in the past with the Celtics, right? Assistant coaches that or former players that you know can come in here and. And whip him in the shape, like that's what I'm talking about when it comes to Zach Randolph. That doesn't necessarily be an assistant coach, but someone that could come in and and essentially be like, "Yo, I've been in your, I've been in your position. I've you know I've had the I've had the big contract, and I want to go out and you know party it up. But like you gotta like you gotta you gotta have limits. They needed right. Udonis right. Haslam on that team. That's what it is. That's what that uh, that's what that's what Dylan Brooks said actually when when he came to bringing up Melo or Dwight Howard. He said you need. He goes, those aren't real. You know, veteran like a veteran presence of like someone like Haslam. I don't know why, but he said Haslam. Mm-hmm. You know, you never know. But I don't think you know Haslam has that problem <laughs> in Miami with any of those guys. I think yeah, Jimmy, I think Jimmy Butler is more someone that tells people like keep your keep your shit together. Yeah, he yeah. tried to in Minnesota and they weren't feeling him. He tried to in Minnesota and they he weren't feeling him. I'll fucking leave. Yeah, he's like, all right, I'm a fucking free agent. It's cool. <laughs> no, stop fucking around. Yeah. Like, Are you not going to stop fucking around? All right, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. And shit hasn't been right since in Memphis and in Minnesota. <laughs> shit hasn't right, been right in Philly neither. So that's another thing. So the Jimmy Butler thing probably has a lot of legs. But go ahead. But yeah, but like, how many like veterans have been traded to, to Memphis and then they're like, I'm not chilling here. I'm not staying here. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Andre Gudala. He was traded there. Didn't play like almost the entire season before he got traded to to the Heat. Yeah, that was a come up for him. Was a, yeah, but why did he not say like I want to I want to stay here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why didn't he? So, you know, we shall see what what happens with uh with Ja because Memphis is going to need him at some point. All right. In case you missed it. Speaking of firearms, yeah, I'm telling you, man, it was firearms uh, stories here. Ex-NBA star Sean Kemp. Yes, Sean Kemp. It's been a while since anybody's heard that name. Uh, you mean the Rain Man? The Rain Man. The original Supersonic, along with, you know, Gary Payne. But no, he's not part of the story. But Sean Kemp. That left, that left shrimp. Was, uh, was released from jail, and he didn't face any charges after... It was a it was a drive by shooting that happened. The right? original reports said it was a drive by. It was that's the original reports that he was uh, he was booked on a on a on a felony charge because of, of a drive by shooting uh, that took place uh, in Tacoma, Washington. No one was injured in the shooting, and uh, according to to Sean Kemp, it was a um, who's uh, he has a license to carry. By the way, it was the it was a self defense. <laughs> it was a self defense. <laughs> LTZ, <laughs> baby. He got that shit registered, bitch. So he got self defense on a lockdown. So that's, according, that's like the LTC. according to Kemp's uh, attorney, <laughs> <laughs> he 
Kemp's car was broken into and numerous items, including an iPhone, were stolen. Uh, he, Kemp, he tracked down his iPhone to an occupied car and was shot at when he approached the vehicle. Kemp then returned uh, fire. Uh, apparently, everybody was safe. No one, no one got shot. So, so all parties involved clearly don't know how to use a gun because no one was shot. That also says a lot about whatever state gave him a gun because he's had mad drug problems in the past. Why does he have a license to carry? Well, he's, yeah, I mean, he lives in he lives in Washington, the state of Washington. So I don't know how where their their gun laws are, how they are up there, but. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Wait, so you tell me there's just like a, a shootout over essentially because like, his, his car got broken his car got broken into he tracked the phone down when he was approaching the car <laughs> wow. the assailants in the car started shooting at him so he he, he returned fire came out, everyone was just like wow like what's going on wait, wait till the whole story comes out you don't know like yeah. people made it seem like this dude was just going around shooting shooting so, like, so like the Tacoma, he's, he's in power. Yeah, he's just walking down the street. Yeah, I'm telling you, just yeah, start shooting exactly. people. Yeah, yeah. Like it's Tommy Egan. Right? <laughs> so yeah, according to uh, Tacoma police, the altercation between the uh, occupants of the two vehicles near the Tacoma Mall led to shots being fired. Uh, this was early Wednesday afternoon. Again, no injuries were reported, um, and the ones that fled the scene, there was a gun that was recovered, so, so and that's why that's why Kemp got arrested because the other, the other, the other, the other car got away. So they haven't found these guys yet? No. Not according to ESPN, but but you know how this goes. Once you know, this this so wait, episode gets released, there's like, gonna be more more information that gets that gets uh updated. So wait, that sounds like somebody that you think, did the think he got the uh the question. You think he got the plate or not? <laughs> <laughs> so it sounded mad so, guilty right now. So you did know, you, why wouldn't you get the plate? So you, did you see what color car it was? Did they get a name? Did they get a name? <laughs> I'm Kemp. The first thing I'm doing. Like, all right. Hey, hey, hey! I know you're shooting at me right now, but what is your name? Just tell me your first name. That's all I need to know. No, I'm saying the plate of the car that the guys were in. No, he, he, obviously, he didn't have his phone on him, obviously. So uh, I don't think this is the first or last time we're going to hear about this altercation. To be honest with you. Uh, we got a little to be continued in this edition of uh, hey, well, you know, you know, you know, malls and stores and parking lots. There's there's cameras everywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, I know, like the back of my hand. There's right? cameras everywhere. You know that everyone everyone's getting filmed <laughs> these days. So someone's gonna put two and two together and figure out who that who the hell was in the car. <laughs> I thought Sean's gonna say shout out to uh, Sancho Plaza. Sancho Plaza, baby. <laughs> By the way, you know, Kemp he has uh, two licensed uh, cannabis stores right in Seattle. But but also can carry guns anytime he wants to in Washington. It sounds like a great state, man. You know. But yeah, you know. But bring back you know the Seattle Supersonics. <laughs> yeah, bring them back. Yeah. Right, Fred Van Fleet oh, got fined thirty k for his uh, rant. I guess you can call it of the. Uh, oh, that was a great rant. The NBA officials. Yeah, it really was. You know, I gotta. Yeah, I gotta Go say. Ahead, speak up. That was, a, that was an A plus fucking rant, and he was like, "I don't give a fuck. I mean, I know I'm gonna get fined, and I'll take it, but this is just frustrating as fuck when it comes to he these was, officials." He was, <laughs> he was legitimately, he was legitimately one. He calling out, calling out one particular referee in, in in his in his uh his rant here, and uh, I, I, said, his, said his government. He didn't say his, his number, or nothing. He said his whole nah, name. Yeah. He didn't say. He didn't say. He didn't say official number three. He said no. Fucking Ben Taylor. That guy sucks. That's what he said. Yeah, well, he was. He the reason why I kept watching it. I was like, he's gonna tell him to suck heads. He's gonna say Ben Taylor can suck a head. Don't do it. That's 
I was waiting for him to be why like, it always, yeah, why does it always come down to that with you? He's like, yo, that dude sucks. I was waiting for that shit, dude. I was waiting for that. <laughs> he said that. <laughs> <laughs> he would have quadrupled his, his five. And I, I don't, I don't, he just goes on his rant, and the last thing he says is like, yep, yeah, I don't know else how to say this, but Ben Taylor can just, hey, just put some mic down, fucking walk away. <laughs> Yeah, if I was in that presser, you would just see me dying laughing. <laughs> <laughs> you would just literally be like, "Yo, that's why." That's why. So Van, yeah, so so Van Vliet, he picked up his eight technical foul, right? Uh, three of which have come from this said Taylor uh, mm-hmm. official. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, what? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna just read this quote because this quote, this is this is great. Yeah, let's read it. Quote: I don't mind. I don't really care. I thought Ben Taylor was fucking terrible tonight. I think that on most nights, you know, out of the three officials, there's one or two that just <laughs> fuck the game up, and it's just like a couple of games in a row now. Uh, you come out tonight, it's competing pretty hard. I get the bullshit tech. That changes the whole dynamic of the game, changed the whole flow of the game. Most of the refs are trying hard. I like a lot of the refs, and they're trying hard, and they're pretty fair, and, and, they, and they communicate well. And then you got others that come in and just, <laughs> just want to be a dick and just fucks up the game. And no one's coming to see that shit. They come to see the players. End quote. Yeah, that's true. And Ben Taylor can suck it. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not exaggerating on the fact that I just I was listening to that, waiting for that to be dropped. The exclamation point. I got you. You always, you're always waiting for that to be dropped. Any, any, anybody that's just. No, I mean, but to Sean's, but to Sean's defense, though, it fits in nicely at the end. So guess, so guess who was asked about uh, Van Vliet's comments? Take a, take a wild guess. Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Carmelo Anthony, because he's all up in the news as, as, as of lately. Nah, man, Marcus Smart, he was asked about, you know, the officiating, you know. <laughs> and he said, quote, I don't know if you saw Fred Van Lee's interview. That is all I'm going to say. Obviously, it's, it lets you know and that I'm not speaking out of my butt when I'm telling you that I'm not the one that feels this way. I'm going to let Fred do all the talking, end quote. That's, that's going to be the new plea the fifth for all the players now. Like, yo, tonight was BS, uh, what Fred Van Fleet said. And that's all I'm saying. <laughs> and you can't find him on that. You can't yeah. find him on that. Like, yeah. yo, man, that's all I said. I was just saying, hey, what that dude said. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but. At Fred. Yeah. I mean, we are. Fred, Fred took one for the team, man. He took one for the, for the, for the league. Yeah, like, but whoever, yeah, whoever saw that knew he was going to get fined. But 30K, though? How many times. Has smart just this season? Nothing. I'm saying, how many times smart this season has said things that we don't know what he said because the ref won't say what he said, and he's like 35 or more, like the fine. Because he's probably saying the thing that I thought Fred Van Fleet was gonna say, bro. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm talking about like in the in the. He spoke to the media. Like Smart doesn't say what he said in the media. He doesn't. He doesn't do that. He's not no that stupid. Something like that. No one does something like that in the press conference. Can you imagine? Oh, oh dude, that would. <laughs> dude, there'd be fucking suspension galore after some shit like that. It'd be like, it'd be like yeah, seven games. Seven games suspension. That's what it's like. What would be the the wording of it? Would be hilarious. No, but this dude here is an. It's another example of. Yeah, he says, yeah, I'll take my fine. And then the NBA is like, well, we got to fine him, you know, but it just won't be as much because maybe he does have a point. It's the same reason going back to LeBron. He shit on that on that ref or the refs in general, you know, when they lost to the Celtics back in, I don't know, January, whatever the fuck that was. Yeah. And he didn't get fined. 
So I think, I don't know, this is kind of setting a precedent with, like, the NBA needs to either crack down on, you know, refs taking shit personal, um, getting emotional, or whatever the case may be, or, like, start fining these players for more than just 25K or 30K, and just think they can just say whatever. Or it'd be nice if they just had good referees. That, that too. No, I'm just saying, like, play. like it's got to be somewhere in the middle. It's got to meet somewhere say, in the middle. What happens, what happens if a ref is just, like, on, a, like, a bad run, like a terrible streak? Like, they don't get – you know what I mean? The, not that I want these guys paid to get docked, but, like, well, some accountability for these guys. Well, I mean, like, I feel not, – not doing their job. Really a few episodes ago, I, I brought that up right before the All-Star break, and, you know, Silver's – press conference right before the the all-star weekend he was like oh, that they the do Le- get reprimanded but they just the LeBron thing. yeah they, they get yeah because they just that the people wouldn't let that go and he was just saying like yeah, yeah they get reprimanded but it's just not public because he's like that i don't want to put like i don't want to put my our referees like <laughs> on blast essentially yeah i forgot he said that he didn't say that if that's true yeah but yeah uh, but i was i always think it's like the fact that the refereeing, like, you don't, like, they deal with different refs every single night, and, like, why do the players need to know who the ref is for what they can get away with? That thing, that's just crazy. Well, I mean, I think it gets to the point now where us as the viewers, we shouldn't know referees' names. Yeah, we shouldn't. We shouldn't. Like, before games yeah. now, especially the playoffs, it's getting tweeted out. It's on social media. Oh, such and such, these three guys are going to be refereeing. You know, game game five is like, oh, oh, it's like we gotta look out, make sure like there's no sketchy shit that happens. But then sometimes sketchy shit does happen, but nothing, nothing else comes from it. I don't, I don't know. This is well, no, I think, I think like the, to be honest with you, the betting culture feeds into that, which is even worse. And it's and that's all that's all it is now. When you see like when even when you're watching a, a show like like NBA, you know, NBA Today, right? That's in between, like their segments, it's like, all right, we got the line for tonight's game, or we got, and that's what it is now. But that makes it even more so a problem because you don't know who's doing what, whether it's the refs, whether it's someone else behind the scenes. Who the fuck knows? Well, I just feel like that whole Tony Brothers thing, or who's the other ref that uh, Celtics have been playing well with recently? Been playing well with recently? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Not Scott Foster. Um, no, it was last year in the playoffs. Good teammate. Like, or? Maybe it was Ben Taylor. I don't know. I was, but that's, that's but see, but he would, but he would go. We just named like three or four fucking refs right now. <laughs> like, yeah. We should not know their name. Doing? The disrespect. Yeah. So yeah. I hate to see you. two firearm stories and one about the refs. So that's that's it. That's. That's going to do shots it for this. At, shots fired at the rest. Shots fired at the rest. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Thank you. Pretty much. <laughs> Good job, Sway. That's going to do it. Uh, most violent in case you missed it ever. That's going to that's gonna do it for this pew, pew, pew edition of In Case You Missed It. Follow us on all social media platforms at Causeway Street. Head up CausewayStreet.com for your Celtics news, rumors, and opinions. Subscribe to Causeway After Hours. That's Patreon.com slash Causeway for exclusive content. We talk about life, and Sway also has opened the vault to all his interviews, and we got our jersey giveaway coming up soon, so again, subscribe, next week. do the right thing. Next week, so so by, by the time you hit next week's episode, you know uh, you know you, you, you either won or you, uh, or you lost. <laughs> if you don't hear from us, that means uh, you lost. So. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. 
So good luck, everybody. And uh, for people who haven't signed up, you have you have until uh, next week's episode. <laughs> people who people sign up are just like, yo, those dudes better not fucking win. But yeah, I guess you got a shot there. All right, people who have already signed up, which we appreciate. I just like, nah, man, we, that's that's taking away chances from me. But still, everybody has a shot, so do the right thing. Until next episode. Until next time. Is that uh, that you being sad that you lost some money there, Sean? No, we good. We good. Sound like it sounded like freeway, but it was freeway. It, it, was freeway. it was like an acoustic version of freeway. It was the uh, Scott Stapp version. version. No, it was the stained. It's not like the unplugged version of Freeway. It, it was the stained version of Freeway. Stained. Ah, okay. Stained okay. doing the cover of Freeway. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's no. been Still a while. Hustle to the sun comes down. Grab a 40 till the sun comes down. Imagine that, bro. Imagine the Freeway version, bro. It's a cold winter. Bundle up. <laughs> <laughs> we out. We out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's right, it's right. We are, we are.